Wales, Andy. This is what we came for. With a sudden pivot, she sped toward the others. It was going to take me a while to recover from the sting of Monica's reprimand. I was fourteen, as young as Adventure Alaska would allow on these trips, and the only kid in the group. For six days, I'd been trying so hard. As I paddled on, I thought about what Monica had just said that we'd come for the whales. In my case, that was only partly true. Mostly, I had come all the way from Colorado to Baranoff Island to make a pilgrimage. My father had died on Baranoff. Of course, Monica didn't know anything about that. A few minutes later, with all seven kayaks paddling together, the group witnessed a second breach, and then a third. A little while after that, two humpbacks at once rocketed out of the sea. Okay, guys, let's quit paddling, Monica instructed. We're about as close as we should get. Let's raft up. Grab onto the kayak next to you. She began to tap on the hull of her kayak. Let's let them know where we are so they can steer clear. I'd rather not go airborne on a whale or find myself underneath one when it falls, thank you very much. I started tapping on my hull, and so did the paddlers in the four tandem kayaks. Our other guide, Julia, pointed excitedly to the right, where the seagulls were all worked up about something. Julia was my mother's age and our naturalist. We watched as the gulls circled, screaming over a spot suddenly churning with fish. By the hundreds, small silvery herring were leaping out of the water, frantically it seemed, and we soon found out why. Bubble net, Julia cried, as four feeding humpbacks in a tight ring, jaws wide open, exploded through the surface. I was mesmerized. My father had seen this up close, had told my mother all about it. It was on account of my father that Alaska had always been a magic word for me, a powerful magnet. The older I got, the more strongly I'd felt Alaska's pull. My father had been convinced that the islands of southeast Alaska were hiding deep, dark secrets from the past. When I was five years old, he died trying to find those secrets. Flanked by whales breaching in the strait, we paddled across the narrow mouth of Cosmos Cove. Our last campsite was in sight at the foot of the cliff. All my feelings about losing my father, growing up without him, were breaking through the surface. Two miles. Tonight I would be two miles from Hidden Falls, the place where my father had slipped and fallen. It was less than an hour's paddle to the south. My mother and I had thought I would come within twenty miles, not two. When the group assembled in Sitka, I'd found out that our itinerary had changed slightly, on account of the whales. When Monica said that our last camp would be at Cosmos Cove, her words hit me like a thunderbolt. I had known that name for years. It's where my father should have met the float plane for the first leg of his journey home. This close, I would never feel right about it unless I visited the place where my father died. I needed to get to Hidden Falls. My mother had gone there, 
A year after it happened, she went to Baranoff Island and Hidden Falls. She left a small carving there. My father had made it from soapstone. For six days now, I'd been picturing myself finding that little carving of a boat and leaving a token of my own inside it. I'd whittled a tiny cedar paddle and was wearing it around my neck. If I could leave something of myself there, it would be a very good thing. I might be able to finally shake the feeling that part of me was missing. I looked at my watch. 5.20 p.m. It was late July in Alaska, and there were hours of daylight left. The problem was, there wasn't the slightest chance Monica would let me go alone. There was no chance, either, that Monica would let Julia go with me, or anyone else for that matter. Monica's first rule was...